0: Welcome back to Capes and Japes. I am back uh in my apartment, in my normal space, so no more <laughs> threat of dog noises. Um just have... the threat of car noises.
1: There's also the ever-present threat of cat noises on my
0: end. <laughs> yes, that's a, that's a fun that's a fun constant. Always lurking. <sighs> But, yes, um, back in my apartment, it's very, very hot, I'm ready to talk about some more comic books, um, and I thought we could touch on at least one more character who's sort of connected to the Green Arrow family. She's connected to one of them, <laughs> um, and that is, uh, Cheshire. Miss Jade Nguyen, um, who I'm, I'm very fond of, but mostly for reasons outside of actual comics, <laughs> but she, um, was initially introduced, um, as a Teen Titans villain, uh, created by Marv Wolfman and George Perez, uh, Surprise in- surprise um in 1983 uh so in the uh the peak of the new teen titans era she uh showed up to <laughs> antagonize them and went on to have a uh a very storied comics uh career um so Jade is Vietnamese. Um, she has, uh, in the, uh, like, mid-90s, she gets a backstory. Um, it sucks. Um. It's surprise. (laughs) Surprise, surprise, it sucks. Um, just skip ahead a little bit if you don't want to hear child slavery mention. Um...
1: Why? (laughs) Why? What is up with the Arrow family?
0: (laughs) Why does this keep happening? Like, she's not even, like, part of it, really, and it's still, like, just, just an orbit of characters with just the most wonk backstories. Yeah. Um... So, uh... Her mother is Vietnamese, um, her father is a French man. Um, at one point, there's a birds of prey storyline that's like, oh, actually, her real father is somebody else. And then that gets retconned again. So, as far as I know currently, that's, this is still her parentage. Um, but she, at, at, some point ends up being sold into slavery um escapes, kills the people responsible valid um and gets like adopted by a Chinese like gorilla freedom fighter Guerrilla, like gorilla tactics, not I realize this is comics, and I have to <laughs> specify not a gorilla. <laughs>
1: You're telling me Gorilla Grodd didn't adopt a child?
0: (laughs) I mean, he might have at some point. Not this child. Um, she also, um, so she studies under this, uh, freedom fighter. She learns, uh, you know, like, military tactics, a lot of different martial arts, um, and she also, um, when she is 16, um, she marries this African assassin who is known for his, um, like his use of poisons. And she learns all about poisons from him and then poisons him, <laughs> uh, and then leaves. So, um, A lot, uh, a lot of troubling, a lot of troubling backstory stuff. She does kill a lot of people that, frankly, I think she probably deserves to, so she's valid, um, (laughs) but she becomes a very accomplished, like, assassin slash mercenary, um, most famous for, like, she is like, extremely accomplished in different kinds of weaponry, different kinds of martial arts. She's most famous for her use of poisons, um, notably having, uh, like, either, like, fake nails or, like, gloves with, like, kind of pointed tips, um, that she coats in poison so that she can scratch people with them and they die um... Valid. Valid. Honestly, good for her. I support her. Um, she's also a very, uh, skilled acrobat, so she's just, she's really, she's doing it all. Um, she encounters the Teen Titans, uh, in this, um, this, like, Teen Titans annual um in like nineteen eighty three and then shows up a uh few times uh fighting them, like on her own or like teaming up with other villains, um really kind of uh picks up when Roy um is like doing uh an undercover mission to try and like Act as a double agent, like convince Cheshire that he's on her side, uh, and then you know ultimately be able to bring her in. Um, it's surprise, surprise! The two of them fall in love. Um, I love it. I love it. Why? Why would you? Why would you let any of the Teen Titans do something like this? They are so. <laughs> They are so prone to feelings, they are, they're, they're gonna fall in love with their target. It's gonna happen. They all have so many emotions, and they're just, they're just a mess. So, uh, this kicks off, like, a pretty long-standing, uh, on-again, off-again thing, um, with Jade and Roy, uh, which you know, is, is her connection to the Arrow family, um, I, like, I, I love it. I'm, like, always, like, like, I love, like, the, the Batman Catwoman, like, type of dynamic, and Roy and Jade are, like, Batman and Catwoman if they were, like, a million times more dysfunctional. (laughs) (laughs) Like, genuinely, probably, maybe, like not a good relationship but I I'm always enjoying it um, it's very
1: compelling
0: it's very compelling stuff Roy is um just an absolute mess at any given moment he cannot get his life together um and Jade is like <laughs> where Selena is like you know oh she's you know like a charming like cat burglar. She mostly steals from rich people. She's, like, the least, like, you know, least, the least threatening of Batman's villains, as, like, capable as she is. Jade is, like, fully a war criminal. Like, <laughs> Jade is, is problematic. um, and they, they just keep doing this, this this dance, unable to stay away from each other. Delightful. Um, so they have this encounter. Roy is supposed to bring Jade in. Um, he falls, like, genuinely in love with her. He can't do it. Um, and he leaves, like, walks away from the mission without, um, letting Jade know who he actually is. Um, and during this time, um, while they, like, slept together, um, Jade ends up pregnant, uh, and Roy discovers later on that, um, Jade is pregnant with his daughter. Um, Jade, I think, like, for a little bit, Jade is, like, doesn't want roy involved um and then roy goes to dick for help um the two of them go to like confront jade about this and ultimately she's like okay i am an assassin i probably should not be raising a baby (laughs) um this seems
1: very dangerous so i'm gonna give him to you a vigilante
0: a vigilante but at least you know, you have more of a support system. Um, that, that is true. Yeah, there's, Roy, there's that. Roy would
1: be able to find a babysitter way easier than Jade would.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, Dick's always up for it. Yeah, he's great with kids. Um, but so she ends up uh giving Leon over to uh Roy's care. Uh, and then is like, well, um I don't have a kid anymore. Time to um team up with Deathstroke and steal some nuclear weapons and blow up a country. Uh now that's
1: choices.
0: Uh-huh, yeah, it was a uh decision. Uh, so, she enlists Deathstroke's help. She, he, he like owes her because she saved his life at one point. Specifically so that he would owe her. Um, she gets Slade's help to, uh, steal Russian nuclear weapons. Um, and then, uh, use them as, Use them to basically hold the planet hostage, um, unless she gets what she wants, which I am sort of assuming is just money, but I don't, I did not, uh, see what it was, um, and in order to prove that she means it, um, she bombs the country of Kurok, which is a, a made-up Middle Eastern country for D.C., um, and, like, does it, like, because she's like, well, this is a country that, um, a lot of Western countries hate anyways, so they're not gonna be that mad at me. Um, a really, 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 really very much a lot to unpack. Yeah. In this, um, not even in Jade's decision here, in comics, at this point, (laughs) deciding to put this storyline in here, with a character who's, like, not, like, like, she's an assassin, like, she's not, like, a, like, a big, like, world domination presence, except for now she is, I guess, they've decided, um, Anyways, um, yeah. Not, um, not a choice that Catwoman has ever made, for example. (laughs) Um, this plan does not succeed. Um, she gets, uh, interrupted and the, like, the nuclear weapons are re-seized or whatever, but she gets away, um, and briefly forms a team of, uh, all-female mercenaries, uh, called the Ravens. Very cool name. Little bit confusing when there is a character named Raven, um, who Cheshire frequently encounters. (laughs) Um, but, um, it's, like, her and I think two or three other, um, women. I don't think any of them have superpowers. I think they're all just like skilled like martial artists and like combatants. Uh yeah. but she uh forms a forms a fun little team. Um at one point she's arrested um for oh she she gets arrested for the uh the destruction of a country among, um, other, multiple other crimes that she's committed. Um, and she, uh, oh, and it happens because she was teaming up with Vandal Savage to, uh, fight the Titans, and then Vandal Savage betrays her, um, by, like, Basically, like, using her as a distraction for Roy. Like, they're in this fight, and then he's like, No, this isn't going well. And then just, like, shoots Cheshire, and is like, Roy, deal with that! (laughs) And then leaves her to get arrested. Um. I mean,
1: honestly, good plan.
0: uh, Yeah. Listen. You're fighting the Teen Titans. You've got to know their emotional weaknesses. And they have a lot of them. They are many. They are, there are many and multiple. Um, she, uh, the, the Ravens break her out of prison. Um, women supporting women. <laughs> um, she does get like rearrested and re broken out a couple times, but that's just, you know, that's just the supervillain life cycle. Um, she, uh, Shows up in Birds of Prey in like, I think the 2000s ish, um, where she is suspected of, uh, murdering, uh, a sensei who, um, taught both, uh, Black Canary and, uh, Lady Shiva, um, and he was poisoned. So, they're like, it was probably Cheshire. That seems like her <laughs> the vibe. The who loves poison. Um, and uh, it's in this storyline that they introduce this um, concept of this, like, maybe this senator who might be Jade's, like, actual biological father. Um, and because... It, like that, once they realize that Jade didn't actually do it, she didn't actually kill this guy, they suspect the senator did it, um, or had a hand in it, and they're like, when they're tracking him down, Jade, uh, comes across some information that makes her think that he is her, uh, father, um, and she tries, um, she goes to kill him, um, like, you know, again, honestly, can't, Some sometimes she's valid, you know?
1: Yeah, can't falter um, for that.
0: Can't falter, can't falter for trying to kill her dad. Especially, her dad's a, a U.S. senator, you know? Pretty, pretty good odds he's not a great guy. <laughs> um, and she, uh, kidnaps Lady Shiva, with the intent of, uh, killing her and then making it look like jade. Um, so faking her own death by using, like, Shiva's body, uh, as a replacement corpse. Um, but, uh, the birds of prey stop her. Um, they stop her from killing the senator, I guess. Um, (laughs) and, uh, she almost gets, uh, killed by Shiva, which also I can't blame her for. Um, but, uh, Black Canary intervenes. Um, she, uh, also, um, shows up, also written by Gail Simone, in a version of the Secret Six, um, which is, uh, not, uh, like, the mid, uh, 2000s, like, Gail Simone version, um, where they're all, uh, brought together by, uh, mysterious, uh, Mysterious entity named Mockingbird, who I think turns out to be Lex Luthor. Um, but while she's on the team, she, um, she starts a relationship with, uh, Catman. A very, uh, very cat themed relationship. <laughs> um, she gets pregnant again. Uh, with a son this time. Um, and there's this very weird thing where it's, like, Lex was, like, blackmailing her into joining, um, by being, like, if you join my villain team and help us, I'm gonna, uh, kill your daughter. Um, and then she's, like, well, I'm pregnant again, so I have a replacement child, so I guess it's fine. If you kill my daughter, which seems weird to me, um, because I've, like, read a lot of stuff where, like, it seems Jade does genuinely care about Leon. What if it's Um, a bluff? It could- I may- I don't think it was a bluff, but maybe it was a bluff, and I just could not find that, uh, particular context. Um. I mean,
1: they might not have- you know made it very clear that it was a bluff. Yeah. I am just choosing to believe that it was a bluff.
0: Yeah, I'm choosing to believe in my heart.
1: Um if Lex Luthor thinks that I don't care, he can't use
0: her against me. That's true. Um she seemingly um dies towards the end of this because she like uh she betrays them and gets shot by death stroke. uh, but she turns out to be alive, um, she gives birth to, uh, this son, um, she tries, um, tries to kill the Secret Six, tries to kill the Secret Six a couple of times after <laughs> leaving the Secret Six, um, Valid. Valid. Um, she, uh, At one point, she, like, works, like, with Vandal Savage to try and kill them, um, and at another point, she, uh, she gets, like, there's, like, a bunch of different villains who are all trying to basically, like, collect a bounty on the Secret Six and tries to poison them, but gets stopped. But, again, she, she, she is valid, um she joins the injustice league briefly um she uh is in salvation run which is was a, a story where a um bunch of supervillains all get sent to uh another planet to <laughs> fight amongst themselves um so she's there uh, she survives, um, after, uh, in the, uh, very troubling, um, storyline where Leon dies because, uh, the city gets blown up, uh, she fights with Roy, um, like, blames him for not keeping Leon safe, um, and then they you know both eventually like their their anger kind of ebbs and they're just sad and grieving and then they uh they sleep together and then Roy leaves and Roy's having this whole Roy's having a time i think we touched on this before roy's having <laughs> one of the most hated arcs in comic book history It's, he's not, he is, he is having a bad time. A rough go Um, of it. (laughs) A rough, a challenging go. Um, her, um, son gets kidnapped. Her son that she had with Catman. Um, and Catman goes, like, trying to figure out what happened and, uh, realizes that he was kidnapped by um someone who wanted revenge on Cheshire um but rather than killing this child they just like gave him to a family who wanted to adopt a child um and Catman's like well you know that's probably fair (laughs) and also you know what Maybe that kid is better off not being raised by, uh, two supervillains. Possibly. Either of two supervillains. But he, uh, he doesn't tell Cheshire about this. He lets her believe that, uh, their son is dead. Um, which, I mean, probably gonna, uh... Backfire? <laughs> probably gonna backfire. Uh, but also... I mean, if he did tell her, yeah, he got adopted, she would probably go k- kill the family that adopted him, which might be worse
1: Yeah, her she, son.
0: It's, so. it's like,
1: hmm, on one hand, if I tell her, she might go do a murder about it. On the other hand, if I don't tell her and she finds out, she might do a murder on me about it. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I'll take that
0: risk. Yeah, real, real rock in a hard place situation. I, I have no idea if any of this is like still canon or not because we've had like two reboots since then. Um, but it would, it would be fun if anyone wanted to like bring, bring it up that like Cheshire and Catman do have a kid who's just living a normal life somewhere. I, I wanna, maybe I wanna know what his deal is. What's he up to? Um, in, like, uh, around the time of Brightest Day, um, there is this whole storyline where Deathstroke starts, like, basically an evil Teen Titans team, um, where they're just all, they're not even teens, obviously, Deathstroke is leading it. Um, they're just evil Titans, uh, who are just all, like, mercenaries, um, which Cheshire joins, and they kill Ryan Choi, the Atom, um, as, like, their first, their first job, uh, and, like, Deathstroke convinces her to join this team, uh, by being, like, you know, oh, ever since your daughter died, you, have like, you know, You don't have what it takes to be a mercenary anymore. But if you come join my evil titans team, you can get your, get your groove back. Get your evil murderous groove back. (coughs) Um, she ends up, um, convincing, uh, Roy to also join this team so that they can, uh, ultimately double cross deathstroke together. Um, Which they, uh, they do, but then afterwards there's this whole thing with, like, this, like, cult leader who, like, kidnaps Cheshire or something and, like, they fight him. And then they just kind of, like, rejoin the team anyway, um, and discover that, uh, Slade is inventing a machine that can save his son's life, um... And apparently bring the dead back to life also, uh, which he (laughs) tries to tell Jade and Roy, like, oh, you know, if you come to help me, then we can use this machine to bring your daughter back to life. And Jade is willing to go through with it. uh, But Roy is like, well, I don't trust Slade. And also this is the DC universe and probably anything that would bring a dead person back to life would have consequences (laughs) Um, so they, they end up stopping, uh, Slade from using this device, but, uh, Cheshire is not happy about it. Um, that's, so that's Brightest Day. That happens, like, shortly before, uh, Flashpoint. In the New 52, um, she shows up a couple of times, um... She, uh, appears in Red Hood and the Outlaws, um, where, uh, she, I think is, like, they, like, still maintain that she has some, like, history with Roy, um, and then she, uh, shows up briefly in, like, a couple other places. She's, like, working with the League of Assassins, um... In, uh, New 52, she again shows up, like, in a couple different, like, situations as either as, like, a hired assassin or, like, working with, like, a larger, like, group of villains. Um, she tries to kill Wonder Woman. She tries to kill Green Arrow. She tries to kill Batman, um, like, twice, I think. Um I mean some of those are valid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's 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 doing a job. Um she uh there's this like w- weird thing with Roy where he's like uh he's like tracking down this like shipment of a a drug to see who's like distributing it. Um, and Cheshire is also trying to find it, but, like, trying to find it for, like, the villains that hired her. And she, like, uh, runs into Roy. They end up sleeping together. (laughs) Like, they always do. Um, (laughs) and, uh... Do you
1: think the rest of the family is like, wait, where's Roy? Oh, I saw Jade earlier, so probably, um... He'll show up later. It's fine. Don't worry
0: about it. It's fine. It's fine. We all just have to accept this. Um, and she, like, in, in order, in order to basically, like, get Roy off the trail of these drugs that she's also trying to track down, she, like, poisons him a little bit in a way that makes him think he's, like, relapsed. And forgot about it. This is not cool. This is not good relationship behavior. Um. But, like, she ends up, like, Roy almost dies. Donna shows up and saves him. Um. Jade gets away. Uh. I also found out, like, that, uh, quite recently, um, Leon is alive. She's a teen now. She showed up in Catwoman as like a like teen street criminal with like amnesia. Oh my god! Um, I think so. I think the story. I think they retconned the whole thing, like the her her death and everything. I think. From what I could glean, the backstory now is that, like, Jade took Lian to, like, a church when she was a baby, um, and, like, left her there, uh, and so Leon doesn't know who her parents are, but she has, like, a uh, like a, a Cheshire cat mask because Jade was wearing one when she Dropped Leon off at the church. Um... She's like, this is the only memory I have of my mom. Um... So... I mean... I'm... I'm thrilled that Leon is alive. And a teen. Um... And, uh... We do
1: famously love teens on this podcast.
0: We do famously love teen characters. And we also love... Frickin' little Oliver Twist <laughs> street thieves.
1: Or um, Dis- Dickensian tw- tw- uh, teens.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, um, she, uh... Jade also shows up in Catwoman and, like, helps her, like, save the city. So I they they seem to be going with a kind of Cheshire redemption arc. Um, which, good for her. Um, and I also think, uh, this was all happening in Infinite Frontier, which I did not read all of. I just sort of read the parts that I thought were going to be relevant, and then it turns out that there were other parts I didn't know were relevant. Um, but it's like, Roy, I think, knows about Lian but has not uh found her yet. Um and I don't I don't think Jade has No, Jade has reunited with her. Um in in some capacity. Um which you know what? I if this if this is <laughs> if Infinite Frontier is taking us towards, you know, actual Semi functional Jade Roy Leon family. Um, I'm extremely on board. (laughs) Um, as we alluded to earlier, um, I'm, I've always been extremely fond of Cheshire, specifically because she shows up very briefly in Teen Titans. With an
1: incredible design.
0: She looks so good. Like, Teen Titans character design, like, knocks it out of the park. Um, Jade looks so cool. I watched this, obviously. I mean, this goes without saying at this point on the (laughs) podcast. I watched this at a very formative age. um, And she's got this, like, kind of, like, Kabuki-ish, like, Cheshire Cat mask. She's got these, like, huge, like, ponytails that she's, like, swinging around. Um like, kind of, like, more, like, Wolverine-type claws, um, I just, I thought, I thought she looked rad as hell, um, even though she, like, she shows up, like, so briefly. Yeah. I don't know if she even has any lines. I don't think she says anything. I think she's just, like, does a bunch of cool... (laughs) martial arts um but she really truly had an impact on me and then I started actually getting into comics and I was like oh interesting she and Roy have this whole you know Batman Catwoman thing going on interesting interesting um and then she's in Young Justice isn't she yes she's in she has a uh more significant role in Young Justice where she's like uh reimagined as, like, Artemis's older sister, um, and they keep, uh, it's, it's sort of a similar design to the Teen Titans design, but, like, you know, hewing more to Young Justice's more kind of, not realistic, but, like, you know, less cartoony style, um, but, uh, yeah, in, in that she's, like, a more significant character. Um, and she does, uh, she, she does date Roy, and they do have a daughter together. Um, who I don't, I don't think blows up, but I guess I, it's not caught up with Young Justice, so I guess I don't know, but if they blow <laughs> up Leon, I'm gonna not wanna be caught up with Young Justice anymore. I'll say that. Um, but yeah, that's, um, that's Jade. I was very glad, uh, I learned something researching this, which is that Lian is back, obviously. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty psyched about that.
1: We do love to see her.
0: We do love to see her. And I'm excited
1: for this new direction that she gets to go in.
0: Yeah, I love to see her, and I also love... To see Jade as problematic as she can be and as, uh. Look, sometimes. Needlessly sexy as many of her outfits are. Oh, yeah,
1: I I found one. I gotta send you this picture. (laughs)
0: Because I hate it. Oh, oh, Boise, why? It's the worst! That is oofa doofa. That sucks.
1: Like, one, she's shrink wrapped into her costume. Two, there's no way she could fight in that without her breasts falling out. Three, why is her sword sheath belt, like, just squished in between her titties? <laughs> Four, let her wear pants. Just let her wear pants.
0: Please just let her wear pants. Let her wear just some normal pants.
1: Five, I don't know why she's wearing lipstick. <laughs> she's got like a full face of makeup on. She doesn't need that. She doesn't have time for that.
0: Come on now. She's busy. Um, God. Terrible. Terrible. Hate it. The burden of <laughs> comics. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. Did you read comics? I, um, did not- I did not read any comics this past week, uh, mostly because I was at my parents' house and didn't get to go to the comic shop, and also, um, there, uh, it was just- there was just a lot going on. Um. Fair. Marvel, uh, did announce their, uh, sort of, uh, their lineup for their Pride issue this year, um, which is exciting. They, like, listed out all of the stories, which I don't think DC has yet. I think we have all the titles, but not what all of them are about, besides the Connor one and the Kevin Conroy one. Unless I'm wrong, and they have, like, uh actually, like put out summaries. um but the Marvel one, um, I'm very stoked about. There's a uh moon dragon story, um a Hercules and Novara story, which is delightful because I feel like we like found out like a few years ago that those two were dating and then we haven't really heard much else about them, or I haven't. I also um, forgot.
1: That they were Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um Probably because
1: we haven't really heard anything else.
0: Yeah. Um uh Young Avengers story, uh with like the the Gillan McKelvey team, uh which I like, um I love that you can just put a young Avenger story in Marvel pride because they're just, they're just all gay. <laughs> it's such,
1: just it's such a queer team. You can just have all of them in there.
0: They're just all in there. Um,
1: Ooh, what if Kate and America get to kiss?
0: This is the year. This is the year that it happens.
1: Um, putting that out there. <laughs>
0: Manifesting. Uh, also um Charlie Jane Anders and Ro Stein are debuting a new uh trans mutant character um uh whose name is Sheila Sexton uh alias Escapade um she is a
1: uh she has a very good design I love it she's
0: A great, like, second year in a row, new LGBT mutant with an absolutely kick-ass design. Um, And she's, her thing is that she's, like, (laughs) primarily, like, a criminal um, and mostly uses, like, technology rather than using her mutant power. Um, I think the quote was, like, She's a supervillain, but a supervillain who mostly helps people. Um, and also she has like a sidekick who's also trans and also a mutant, and they have a turtle. They have a, a pet turtle. Um, so it sounds extremely delightful. Truly, we um, are winning. <laughs> we, we, we are winning. Uh, the one way in which we are not winning is that they posted a bunch of, variant covers and uh <laughs> north star seems to be on two of them and richter and Shadowstar star seem to be on none of them which i think is an oversight on your part marvel i'm just letting you know this now so maybe you do can you... just <laughs> squeeze out another variant cover real do you, quick <laughs> do you think do you think uh
1: the two people who included North Star, one of them was supposed to include North Star, and the other one was supposed to include Shatter Star, but they thought that they were do- supposed to do North Star and got the two mixed up. And then Marvel's <laughs> like, "Well, could be worse." <laughs> I mean, I, I I mean, put this guy on two. It's fine.
0: We'll just put him on two. He already got a variant cover last year, and now he's on two of them. And Olivia doesn't even. Like him that much, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> there's also this, um, this Jen Bartel one that features, uh, Felicia being, uh, extremely bisexual and polyamorous looking, so that's pretty good. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's some comics news that's obviously the comics news that's very relevant to us, um, as <laughs> connoisseurs of, of all things LGBT in comics. Um, yeah, did you, um, did you have anything
1: else? I didn't read any comics because I was very work, and then I went to the Red mm. Fair this weekend. Oh, yeah. It was very oh, yeah. fun. I got to hold some swords and swing some swords around. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Ideal. I spent too much money on fun things. Uh, I got to hang out with friends and um, yell at the joust. And we, we did sit on the side that ended up rooting for the heel. So when they lost, they, like, threw a fit about it, and then there was a big fight, and then they got to uh, fight, they, like, fought with swords to the death. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is great. Is this what wrestling is like?
0: (laughs) Is this why people like wrestling? (laughs) Should I get into wrestling? This is really fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I know we have multiple listeners who are into wrestling, so please
1: feel free to let us know if that's
0: what (laughs) wrestling is like.
1: (laughs) Is wrestling anything like watching a joust, where the the losers end up throwing a fit about it, and then punching the winner, and then they sword fight it out, and then they quote-unquote die with, like, blood
0: packet arterial spray? I mean... I do have some limited wrestling experience, and based on that, I do think that's what wrestling is like.
1: It was very fun. It was very, very fun. Um, Hell yeah. The announcer was also very pretty, and we were all like, wow, woman in armor on horse. (laughs) Good, yes, thank you. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes, important, thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much.
1: Um, Yeah, I had fun. I got to hang out with my friends. I'm glad oh, yeah. I have a voice. I have more voice now than I did this morning.
0: <laughs> so,
1: good good for podcast. I was a little scared when I woke up this morning. I was like, shit, it, I just have to be quiet on my entire drive home. <laughs> and then maybe I'll be okay. Maybe I'll be alright. If not, then I'll just, you know, up front be all like, hey guys, I'm gonna be a little bit quiet today because it's not happening. <laughs> Just a
0: very Olivia heavy episode. Ugh.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah, I had a I had a good time. I had a good time. Um, Hell yeah! I'm probably gonna post some pictures of me holding a sword in the Discord as soon as I download them all from the, my friend's various
0: Google Drive folders. <laughs> <laughs> from this
1: weekend.
0: Good. Excellent. Um, I did oh, I finished um I finished Pirates while I was at my parents' house. So we've done that. I've we, watched the pirate show. We need to talk about this later when I have more of a voice. Yes. We we can. <laughs> we if let us know if you want us to talk about pirates for a bonus episode. I <laughs> I would
1: love nothing more than to talk about Our Flag Means Death with you for a bonus episode. Even if we do, like, if we double up. <laughs> <laughs> if we want to double up. Or, uh, we were gonna do what, Doctor Strange this month?
0: Yeah. I do want to see Doctor Strange, but we could always see it later.
1: <laughs>
0: or we just- I mean, we could- We could just record two. Yeah. Anything's possible. Anything is possible
1: in the land of podcasts and friendship.
0: Amazing. Um, As far as this episode goes, that is all for now. So thank you for joining us today on Capes and Japes. Uh, I was going to say the outro and then I remembered all the other stuff that I have to say. Um, (laughs) You can uh, follow us online if you want to. Um, on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, just find all of those at Capes and Japes. Uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com if you would like. We have a Discord server where you, uh, will probably be able to see some pictures of Briar holding a sword, (laughs) among other things. Um, we have a Patreon. If you want to support us on there, if you want to get those, uh, previously mentioned bonus episodes that, uh, we're probably going to do, those will be on our Patreon. Uh, if you don't want to support us on Patreon, but you want to support the show nonetheless, uh, leaving a rating slash review is a very cool way to do that. Um, also telling a friend about the show if you think they might like to listen to it uh and also just just being here, coming back, and joining us as you have done once again. So thank you for being here today on capes and Japes. I have been Olivia
1: and I have been Briar, and as always. I do need to buy a sword, but none of them vibed. I gotta, like, find something some other time, unfortunately.
0: (laughs) Damn. One day. One day you'll find a sword that vibes. Somebody send me a sword.
1: Please.